Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Huh. Big We're gonna we're gonna start we're we're gonna have to start uh, mixing it up so I can say welcome to Conservative Daily Podcast. Because after doing it for eleven days, Max, I kind of got used to it. It's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We can we can switch it up. Um but you said uh, that's fine. How, how about how about the fact of what we're we're seeing right now? I mean, anyone just go into it. I mean, this 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 is going to be kind of a, a we we told you so type of, of scenario, I think. Well, the question is, who is Ray Epps? Who is he? Do we know? Are we allowed to know? If we put up my screen, this is the gentleman in question. He showed up on January 6th. Most people probably know the name. I might, most people know the name Ray Epps by now. Um, in battle, in is, battle rattle. By himself. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. himself, he showed up. Mm-hmm. By himself. And he is one of the most prolific people captured on video urging people to go into the Capitol. For days, he, he was caught on video telling people to storm the Capitol. He is not under any uh, criminal investigation. He's not being prosecuted. If we take this down and put up image 11, Mr. Producer, he was originally, very early on, featured on the FBI's most wanted list of people that were they were looking for. After January 6th, you can see down there the third row from the top, um, third from the left, they had him on their most wanted. And then a couple days later, that just disappeared. He was no longer on their most wanted list. Most likely because whoever made the list didn't realize that he was an informant. <laughs> I mean, they probably had someone in the FBI put together just a list of who they want to talk to. And then someone probably looked through it and said, oh, whoa, 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 no, take him down, take him down. He's with us. But who is Ramps? Do we know? We don't. But we know we have some information we want to probably put out for, about him. We, we do have some information yeah. about him. I, I played this, yes, I showed this yesterday. If we, uh, if we put up image six, Mr. Producer... He owns a business called Rocking R Farms. Rocking R Farms in Arizona. It is, uh, they identify themselves as a working farm. They have four acres, so you can ask yourself whether a four-acre parcel of land should really qualify as a working farm. Uh, maybe some people would say that. They also do wedding be- weddings there. They're getting rocked on Google for their reviews, Joe, for their wedding venue. They're now down to three and a half stars. They're yep. getting absolutely demolished on Google. So do not go and, and look at, um, do not leave a bad review. We don't want to be. You know, it's, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it, it's not up to us to leave a bad review for their family. Okay. It's in bad taste. So don't do it. Right. We'll bring it out and talk about what people are doing. We're not going to participate. Don't come to this podcast yeah. and go destroy somebody's business that might have little to nothing to do with him, it might have to do with his mother or father. And you could say, ah, it's apple from the poisonous tree. We're not those people. Right. If we're going to punch it in the mouth, we're going to punch it directly in the mouth. Yep. Do not go to Naughty Barn and leave a bad review. That's the name of their wedding venue. Do not go there. You're admonished if you do it. Um, yeah. 
So down to three and a half stars. And he also has that other farm, the Rocking R Farms. And that account, Joe, has a Twitter. It's very old. So it's not something that someone just made up in the last couple of weeks. This, this Twitter predates the election. If we put up image seven, Mr. Producer, this is the Twitter account for Rocking R Farms. And you can see there is Mr. Epps right there as the, uh, the little profile picture. Looks nice. Looks like a nice little parcel of land. This yeah. is where it really gets my spider sense tingling, though. In the last five years, six years, Rocking Our Farms has only liked three tweets. Three They've tweets. Only hit the heart button on three tweets. Put up image eight. This is the first tweet. It is, that seems innocuous enough. Oh, Gilbert Farmer's Market. It's a melon. It's melon season. Can't wait to see what comes to market tomorrow morning. Oh, that's nice. That's wholesome. I may, I may even like that, too. So go to the next one. The next tweet, JPP Apothecary. I don't know who that is, but it says, It's Saturday morning. Kids are requesting pancakes. We use our grass-fed ghee three different way. Oh, I mean, th that's nice. That's nice. I mean, I, I like pancakes. I probably would use real butter, but that's that's fine. I probably would like that, too. The third one is a little bit is a little bit more yeah. obvious. As to what's happening. Here's my problem. Is that the radicals. They can't help but leave traces. Yeah. Of who they are. Let's third, put up the, the third one. one that he liked. Oh, let me read this to you From guys. Hillary Clinton. Let Joe me read it. this to you. Quote, to all the little girls watching, never doubt that you are valuable and powerful and deserving of every chance and opportunity in the world. This is from November 9th, 2016. And this is something he liked back in 2016. Yep. No, nothing yep. to see nothing here. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. So here's a he's guy a that Trump went supporter, to the... He's a Trump supporter simply because he wore a hat. Right? They, they, are, they are labeling him as a Trump supporter simply because he wore a hat. Remember, John Sullivan was also at the Capitol protest. Nobody called him a Trump supporter. <laughs> and we, we have him on screenshots saying he's wearing a hat specifically so he could blend in as a Trump supporter when he was actually Antifa. But no, they're they are branding him a Trump supporter simply because he wore a hat. Well, six years ago, he was on Twitter liking Hillary Clinton's posts. There's only three, three posts. Now listen, maybe it's a family account. Maybe the daughter's on it. Maybe the wife's on it. We don't know. But the fact that this Twitter account—it's his picture. Exists, it's his picture. It's his picture. He—he's the head of the—he's the head of the snake on that one. He's the head of the snake. So we have video of him from the Capitol protest. He's there's hundreds, thousands of hours worth of footage, and he just keeps popping up in all of them, right? He's popping up the night before. Saying, I don't know if I should say this. It might get it might get me arrested. I mean, this is how you know he's a fed. He's like, I'm about to say something that's gonna get me arrested. Don't listen. Don't definitely don't do what I'm gonna say. <laughs> All right. So, so the, the so the other part about Ray Epps is that all the things that he said and all the, the things that he did, did he ever get arrested, Max? No. Coy Griffin no. got arrested for standing on a wall. Yeah. Actually, walking up a, a bike rack. An that, architectural element. Yeah, because a bike rack's an architectural element. element. Yeah. 
And this guy, nobody knows. Went back to his life, no problem. Eh, I'm not, I don't, I don't, nothing to see here. Went into the Capitol to urge people into the Capitol. I don't know, yeah. Max. And the whole time he's screaming, I don't know if I should say this. Let's, this let's, go, ahead and play, let's go ahead and play some of these clips. I want to get through let's all of these. In fact, tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. We need, we need to go, I'll say it, we need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! So I'm going to put it out there, I'm probably going to go to jail for it. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Hey, you see how he didn't shake his head no? Guys, listen to me. Okay, just finish this first. Follow me. He's right at the front of the line. He he was there at the front of the line when the barricades got busted down. I mean, this is like, he's right just standing right there like, hey, Capitals this way. There he is. The whole time he's like, hey, everyone, we're going to tell your friends. We're going to the Capitol. Spread, Spread, Spread the word. Spread the word. That's where we're going. We're That's going to the, the Capitol. No, what was he whispering way. to that guy, too, right before? And who know. was that guy? Exactly. That's the other one. Who was the guy? The, yeah. And what was he whispering to him? Yeah, we need to figure that out, too. I mean, it'd be one thing if he's just this dude, right? But he's the dude on camera telling everyone to storm the Capitol. And the night before, everyone's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Fed, fed, fed. And then for him to show up on camera at the front of the line at the barricade he's there when they busted through that it, it just can't be coincidence no it's not he a coincidence. Right there but do you know who the right mainstream there. media has ignored all the people that look like bad actors that are what i think is controlled opposition all of those people don't get anything bad said about them in the media yeah no interesting no. huh and we're gonna get to this in a second the january 6th committee has spent however many months demonizing everyone who was even standing on the National Mall, right? If you were even in D.C., like there are stories of, I, I think it was a couple from Alaska who it was a mistaken identity. They were wearing the same coat as someone at the protest, and that was enough for the FBI to raid their house. <laughs> I mean, like they got raided for wearing a coat. Like, God forbid, the coat manufacturer makes more than one in order to turn a profit. But no, they got their house raided by the FBI because... A stewardess got mad at them, turned them in. And the FBI said, oh, they have the same coat as someone we saw. Let's go raid their house. People got their lives ruined. People got fired from their job just for being in D.C. They didn't even go to this thing. But it was enough to make them lose their jobs. Ray Epps, not only is he on video telling people to storm the Capitol, not only is he at the front of the line whispering in people's ears right before the barricades were knocked down, he has not been charged. Nope. He was taken off of the FBI's most wanted poster a couple days after he was put on. Like, oops, can't have our informant on there. That's bad luck. 
And now, Joe, January 6th committee members are actually praising Ray Epps. They're you got to be kidding him. me. That's not really happening. Yes. That's they could happening. name this. They could name this guy the head of the FBI, and they'd say he's not a Fed. That's where we're at right now. How, how in the world did they are they praising Ray Epps? I'll show you. Let's go ahead and put up. I haven't seen this. This this is gonna this is gonna enrage most people. Everyone hit the share button. Image four. This is Kinzinger. Kinzinger. Image number four. Adam Kinzinger saying he put out a whole Twitter thing saying this is gonna this is gonna piss off a lot of people. He's not a Fed. We super pinky swear promise. We put up image four. One sec. I got I gotta get that real quick. Okay, just just put up my screen then. Just put up my screen. Just skip all that process. Just put up my screen. Adam Kinzinger says, "Oh, part one was like, oh no, just gonna ruffle a lot of feathers. He's not a Fed." And then part two he says he was on video the day before January six saying we're going into the Capitol. <laughs> then some. Then someone in the crowd chanted, "Fed, Fed, Fed." Why? Who knows? Maybe they knew he was video talking about breaking the Capitol that day before it was to it was to happen and wanted to create distance. Regardless, he was put on the FBI wanted list, then removed. Because of all that, the conspiracy that he was an FBI agent has been gospel on blogs and shows. Side note, this is why we have to address conspiracies, not ignore them. Part four, he didn't enter the Capitol on January 6th and was removed from the most wanted list because apparently he broke no laws. I'm pretty sure the FBI wouldn't be dumb enough to put their own agent on a wanted list. Ray Epps has cooperated with the January 6th committee and we thank him. We thank him! Yeah, cooperating. He was never charged. Unindictable co-conspirators. He incited a riot. There is such thing as inciting a riot. He Fire incited boom. it. 18 U.S.C. Section 2101. <laughs> Whoever travels in interstate or foreign commerce and uses any facility of interstate or foreign commerce, including but not limited to the mail, telegraph, telephone, radio, or television with intent to incite a riot, to organize, promote, encourage, participate yeah. in, or carry on a riot, incite, 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 encourage. Encourage, right there. Right? To commit any act of violence or furthermore of a riot, or to aid and abet in person or inciting or participating in the carrying on of a riot and committing any act of violence and further furtherance of a riot. And who either during the course of such travel or use or thereafter performs or attempts to perform any other act for any purpose specified in paragraphs one, or excuse me, A, B, C, or D of this paragraph shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than five years or both. Five years. This he guy incited a riot. crossed state lines. And, and he's cooperating Arizona. with – guys, they think we're stupid about everything. They think we're stupid about the election being stolen. They set up everything on January 6th in order to have false flags to push people back so that they wouldn't get upset. They knew that things were going to get out of hand. And by the way, if you go back and look at what they did in Venezuela and what they did with other states, other countries around the nation, this is exactly what they did. Yeah. There's what no difference. There, there is zero difference. I mean, not even half a, half a degree or two – no, there's no difference in what they did then and what they're doing now. So the, the way it typically goes is the government doesn't want seg one a group to protest. So the group starts peacefully protesting. So what does the government in these dictatorships do? They put their own provocateurs in the crowd to turn a peaceful protest into a violent one. That gives the government an excuse to crack down on them, a, the government an excuse to stop the protest, and a gov the government the excuse to label the other side as insurrectionists. I mean, we Which see this did. all the time. We see it in Russia. We see it in Ukraine. All the uh, every country in the history of the world that's ever been a dictatorship 
Whenever people have peacefully protested against them, there have been false flag operations designed to um, give the government pretext to shut down the protests. <laughs> so he's yeah. on camera, Joe, saying, this way, this is where our problems are. We're going into the Capitol. He's at the front of the line, whispering in people's ear, right before the barricades come down. And you have Adam Kinzinger saying he's broken no laws. And the FBI wouldn't be dumb enough to put their own agent. Has anyone ever met an FBI agent? Has anyone ever met a federal employee? This is not an insult to anyone listening who happens to be a federal employee. Yeah, I'm sure there, I'm sure there are some smart ones. A lot of them aren't very smart. There's a there's a comment in one of our things, Max, on Conservative Daily Podcast. It says, "Check out Kyle Az account on Telegram. He's the one who ambushed Epps at his, at his ranch." Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, Kyle interviewed Epps' daughter, and it's very telling. He was in tax trouble at one point. Sounds like there may have been a deal made. The interview was worth listening to. So yeah, I saw we'll, that. We'll try I, to find I didn't that. have a chance to to verify whether it was real or not, but lots of people are saying she is the daughter. Um, the da- the woman who identified herself as the daughter of Ray Epps says that he was in a lot of tax trouble and she wouldn't be surprised if he struck a deal to avoid prosecution for taxes. So that was Kinzinger. That was Kinzinger. Um, so he sold out the American people possibly for to pay his taxes for money. Maybe. Maybe. If we go back to my screen, this is the official... Everyone knows that when you want to put out an official statement, you go by Twitter. This is from the official January 6th committee Twitter account. They said this early this week. The select committee is aware of unsupported claims that Ray Epps was an FBI informant. Why, based why are they on the paying so much? Was, to, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll talk after. Go based ahead. on the fact that he was on the FBI wanted list and then was removed from that list without being charged. No, we, we say he's a Fed because he was the only guy telling people to go into the Capitol. He's at the front of the line when the barricades come down and he hasn't been charged with shit. The committee has interviewed Epps. Epps informed us that he was not employed by, working with, or acting at the direction of any law enforcement agency on January 5th or 6th or at any other time, and that he has never been an informant for the FBI or any other law enforcement agency. Now, that is that is delicately worded. I mean, he could be working, cooperating with George Soros. the IRS. The IRS isn't a law enforcement agency. Oh, yeah. Right, I mean, it's could have had somebody wrote a check for pay off his stuff. If you go do this, yeah. The only Raymond Epps that I could find, by the way, um, that gave a contribution to anyone. I mean, this is a guy that says that he supported President Trump, right? So I went through. He hasn't said anything. He just wore a hat. That's all we know. He is nowhere. The only Raymond Epps, and I'm going to do. I'm going to dig a little deeper to see if this is the same person. Well, his name is James Ray Epps. James Ray? Yeah, James Ray Epps. He goes by Raymond Epps. He goes by Ray Epps, but his first name's uh, legal name appears to be James because that's the name put on the address at, at, in Arizona, the same farm that those people ambushed huh. him at, and, and he turned around. Um, <clears throat> so the nuance of that statement, Joe, of – he has not been employed working with or acting at the direction of any law enforcement agency and has not been an informant for the FBI or any law enforcement agency. There's a lot of nuance there. And Tucker Carlson took the committee to task and encouraged them, dared them 
to to stretch that out a bit, Mr. Bruce, let's play cut three. Oh, but wait a second. When exactly and under what circumstances did the committee talk to Ray Epps? Supposedly, this interview was conducted in secret last November. If that is true, we don't know that it is, but let's say it is, then why did the committee wait months to tell us today in a tweet? When the committee got its hands on Mark Meadows' text messages, we seem to remember they leaked those to the media within hours. And by the way, was this Ray Epps interview conducted under oath? Did Democrats subpoena his electronic communications as they did with Meadows and so many others? Will the information Epps revealed to the committee be available to the many January 6th defendants who are now awaiting trial? Can their lawyers see a transcript of this interview? Can we see a transcript of this interview? If not, why not? And while we're at it, here's something else that's confusing. Epps is a longtime right-wing activist. As you know, he urged protesters to riot. Video from January 6th shows him at the forefront, right in front of the Capitol, appearing to usher others inside. So he wasn't just someone who was there, he was maybe the central figure there. And yet Democrats, for reasons that aren't at all clear, suddenly seem highly protective of Ray Epps. They don't want you to criticize him. Adam Kinzinger described Ray Epps today as, quote, nothing but a January 6th protest attendee. Really? Nothing but an attendee? He is, of course, the opposite of that. Of everyone there, Ray Epps is the one you should be maddest at if you're the Democratic Party. And yet they're telling you he was an attendee, not an insurrectionist, not a terrorist, just an attendee. Another engaged American exercising his constitutional rights. That's a huge change. It's bizarre. It doesn't make any sense at all. So what's going on here? Something is, that's for sure. And one last question. The committee has assured us that Ray Epps wasn't, quote, employed by, working with, or acting at the direction of any law enforcement agency. Okay. But why did the committee stop there? Would the committee be willing to broaden that statement and affirm in writing that Ray Epps wasn't working with any government agency, law enforcement, or otherwise? That would be a very simple change to make. Let's see if they'll make it. Let's see if Republicans will force them to make it. Lays it all out. I mean, Joe, everyone who stood on the National Mall for the last year has been branded as a terrorist. If you were there, you were a terrorist. If you were there, you're an insurrectionist. Now, all of a sudden, for the first time, the first time that we've heard anyone on the committee say that someone there was a good person, it's the very guy who was urging people to go inside. The very because guy seen whispering to someone's ear right before they pushed the barricades down. But we know why. He's the only one with constitutional rights. Right. He's the only, only one exercising his free speech. Right. Everyone else was a terrorist. Because he, I, I promise you this is what's happening. Guys, you didn't pay me enough. My business is failing. It's, it's floundering. Everyone thinks I'm an FBI agent. I'm going to come clean with everyone, and I'm just going to tell on you. I'm going to tell that you planted me. I, I can almost promise you that that's probably how it's playing out. And then he went to them and said, look, I did what you asked me to do. Mysteriously, no more tax issues. Mysteriously, no more tax issues. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's just a protest attendee. Yeah, protest attendee. First what time was January 6th? Talk about that. What was January 6th then? No, that was an insurrection. How can you be an attendee to an insurrection, Joe? You can't be. be an insurrectionist. That's the whole, the, the whole point of all of this is that they're liars. Let's call them what they are. They're liars. This is a dog and pony show in order to basically oppress the American people. By the way, give us your money. 
We're going to make it too expensive for you to even have kids. I'm, I'm more angry, Max, at the fact that people don't have an opportunity to, to move to that next level. They just don't have the opportunity. There's no opportunity that's afforded to people. There's none. They say that they support minority communities and what they do is oppress it, and they make the education system so poor that you'd have to win the lottery in order to actually get out of it. They put them in environments that, are, that they build. They build the boroughs. The Democrats build places that they can stick minorities in. And then they wonder when, when violence runs rampant, they do nothing to squell it because all you have to do is create better opportunities for people in that environment. But you know what they do? They take that money and they use it for themselves. Yeah. The, 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 we, uh, the Democrat Party is just, as a whole, does a lot of bad for our country. A lot of bad. Yeah, they, they do. And uh, if we go to my screen, Mr. Producer, this is how crazy this is. This is from the indictment against a name, man named Ryan Samsel. He is the individual that Ray Epps whispered into his ear right before the barricades came down. You will see here that the FBI has literally named everyone. I, I don't think they named this guy. I guess they couldn't find him. But everyone else in this picture has been named and has been charged. It was cropped out to not include Ray Apps. <laughs> like, like the, they, they took the screen grab right before Ray Apps stepped out of frame. He whispered into Ryan Samsel's ear, and Joe, immediately after the firestorm over Ray Epps in the media this past week, the DOJ announced that they wanted to combine all of these defendants into a single case, something that's probably going to stretch that case out even longer. And they're all still in jail? Uh, I, I don't know if they're all in, still in jail, but they're all facing charges. I wonder if we could get Sam Soul to talk if he's not in jail. In other words, I, I want to I mean, know what Ray Epps said in his ear. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, I, I do. Don't but we all want to know? Uh, they, they literally are prosecuting everyone in that picture. Except, except for Ray Epps. Ray Epps. The except guy that started it. The guy that started yeah. it. Yeah. Everyone, this is going to get us all arrested, but it's going to be super fun. This way, capital, we're going inside. That's where our problems are. That Ray Epps. Well, Ray Epps got, I don't know. I mean, it's alleged that he had tax problems, and it's alleged that his daughter said that. I don't know. I need to go back and watch it and do some research on He's just an attendee. That. He's just an attendee. Just yeah. an attendee to a protest. Yeah. A He's an attendee to a, pro to a peaceful Mostly protest. Mostly peaceful protest. You guys, you guys seeing it yet? You guys seeing it yet? It, it makes no difference what the truth is. These people don't care what the truth is. No, they really don't. They really don't. But I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I do care about. I do care about Air Med Care Network, sponsor of the show. Premier insurance plan to cover you and your family should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. It's not things that we usually think about. But it's very expensive. It costs 20, 30, 40, 50 grand depending on some cities. And that is pre-Bidenflation numbers. Don't let a trip to a hospital bankrupt you. Anyone who's gone to a hospital by ambulance, you know that the insurance doesn't like to cover it, will fight you tooth and nail. Well, they really don't want to pay for a helicopter trip. But when you sign up with Air Med Care Network, here's the deal. $85 gives you coverage for your entire household. Not just you, not just your spouse, your household. 
for one year. It's less by year if you buy three or five years at a time. And when you become a member, you won't have to pay one cent for an air medical transportation flight as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider. And don't worry, they fly over 100,000 patients a year. And there's a little thing on their website where you can put in your zip code and, and make sure that you are covered in your area. But here's the, here's the bonus. When you sign up for five years, you're going to get $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's a little bit less. It's 15 if you sign up for one year, $35 if you sign up for three years. But it's up to $50 back. It's free money. So, again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. To sign up today and get up to $50 back in the form of a Visa or Amazon gift card. Hey, listen. Ray Epps, you want, I, I, yeah, I, I don't – <laughs> Guys, the one guy who isn't getting prosecuted. He he's not only getting not getting prosecuted, but um, you you it's, it it becomes really difficult. Let's put up uh, image A or excuse me, image eleven. This is the FBI's most wanted. Yeah, he seems right? right there seeking information. Oh, look right third row down. If you're on the audio version, you can't see this third picture in. Who is that? That is Ray Epps. Epps. and Ryan Samsel. And Ryan Samsel having a conversation. I bet you that Ryan Samsel is being told not to say anything. You want to yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he probably doesn't want to say. I mean, I, I, I don't like to do this, but what do you think Ray Epps would do? I mean, he's up there right before they bust down the gate. Right before. We just played the video. He goes up there and he whispers into Ryan Samsel's ear something. Immediately after, Ryan Samsel participates in pushing the gate down. Did Ray Epps go up there and whisper, hey, son, don't do this. You're making a mistake. Or did he go up there and say, hey, Ryan, it's go time. I bet you it was go time. It's time to go. I don't I know. I bet you it was go time. If he said, don't do this, you're making a mistake, obviously Ray Epps is not very persuasive because Ryan ignored that and pushed forward anyway. I immediately pushed forward. Immediately. Yeah, it, it was. Boom, there was boom. no waiting. Cause, cause and reaction. It happened at the, uh, literally almost at the same time. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't know. It's uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to find the video right now too, just so everyone can get to it. Looks like somebody put it out here. I'm trying to verify that that's actually it. Oh, with the daughter. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Clifton um, exposes it. It's 31 minutes long. Um, oh no, there's a shorter version. There's a shorter version. Why, why don't we uh, play the next Tucker Carlson bit and I'll see if while we're playing it, if I can pull up the shorter version. Okay. This is Tucker just, I think, yesterday going off on Kinzinger. Miss Producer, let's play Cut 5. Until recently, Adam Kinzinger was a forgettable, slower than average Republican congressman from Suburb, Illinois. At some point last year, Kinzinger had a profound personal crisis and went completely off the deep end. He started crying uncontrollably in public. He joined Nancy Pelosi's January 6th committee. Kinzinger is now the self-styled enemy of insurrectionists everywhere. If you dare to insurrect, or even think about the possibility of insurrecting, Adam Kinzinger will burst into tears and try to throw you into prison. Fighting insurrection is the focus of Adam Kinzinger's sad, empty life. There's nothing he hates more than insurrectionists, except for Ray Epps. Adam Kinzinger loves Ray Epps. He spent the last 24 hours sticking up for Ray Epps on Twitter against all comers. How strange is that? It's impossible to overstate the strangeness. It literally defies description. 
If we discovered tonight that Kamala Harris was actually godmother to all five of Donald Trump's children, it still would not be weirder than watching Adam Kinzinger defend Ray Epps. Because if anyone is a certified insurrectionist, it's Ray Epps. We know that for certain. It's on videotape. Epps was recorded repeatedly urging Trump supporters to storm the Capitol. We have to go into the Capitol, he shouted to the crowd, on tape. Epps himself was seen on tape on the Capitol grounds on January 6th. Now, by the standards that Adam Kinzinger upholds, that is a crime. Several other people have been arrested for standing there, including DEA agent Mark Ibrahim, who we've interviewed on the show, but not Ray Epps. He was not arrested. He wasn't charged for anything. Instead, Ray Epps has been rewarded, not least with the love of Adam Kinzinger. Quote, we thank him, Kinzinger wrote yesterday on Twitter. He praised Epps for speaking to Pelosi's committee. Thank him? Once again, Adam Kinzinger is talking about a man who helped stage manage the insurrection that Adam Kinzinger says he's devoted his life to fighting. There's nothing normal about this. There is no rational explanation for it. Adam Kinzinger is lying. Let's repeat. Adam Kinzinger is lying. Kinzinger is withholding critical information from the public, information that the rest of us have an absolute right to know immediately. Why is Adam Kinzinger doing that? Well, we'd love to ask him. So we urge him to join us on this show. But he won't. No. no. But he won't. And, and most of the, just so you know, most of the people that are in Congress, he said below average intelligence, I think is what he called him. That's most of your Congress people are below average. Most of them. Yeah. There's a reason why you have people that can be controlled, that have big egos, that want the spotlight, there's a reason, and it has a lot more to do with the fact that they can control people of average or lower than average intelligence. True story. So why don't, why don't we play a little bit of, uh, show a little bit of Adam Kinzinger defending Ray Epps. It's been really weird. He's the one guy on tape actually inciting the riot, and Kinzinger, who has, as uh, Tucker said, cries whenever anyone even talks about it. Put on my screen, Mr. Producer. This has been the response, which we've been saying. Like, he's literally... It's it's so dumb. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this was Thomas Massey posting the image that we just posted, and he says, "So now, January 6th, committee thinks it's fine to encourage, organize, and direct people to go into the Capitol." Hmm. Thanks for clearing that up. Kinzinger says, "It's one thing to speak in a crowd; it's another to speak to a crowd." I don't defend Ray, but I hate the lies. But you don't address the broader issue. Ray Epps is not an FBI agent. But keep going with your circular arguments. No one's saying that he's an FBI agent. What we're, what, we're, what we're asking is whether they have something on him and forced him to turn state's evidence, forced him to turn into an uh, informant. Uh, that, that's what we're asking. No, and, no one thinks that if you, if you check way, his pocket, where, he's batch. Where's the, where's the circular argument? I'm trying to figure out where that is. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> we literally just had a video of him with people surrounding him, and he's talking. There was one where he was talking on a megaphone. Oh, no, he's just speaking in a crowd. You see, Trump's bad because he spoke to a crowd. Epps was in a crowd. There's a difference. There's a difference, Joe. There is no difference. There is no difference. Oh, my god. I gosh. like this one. J.D. Vance says, this threat is really something. According to Kinzinger, Trump literally incited a riot by denouncing the 2020 election process. Meanwhile, a dude caught on camera encouraging hundreds of people to break into the Capitol is a super nice guy. Kinzinger responds, J.D., you're better and smarter than this, but I guess the neckbeard has overtaken you. <gasps> Nobody is claiming Trump incited a riot by denouncing the election process. 
there is entirely more to that. But do you, J.D. Vance, believe Ray Epps is a Fed? Answer that. Yes. Oh, oh, he got us. He got us. Yes, I do. It's over. It's over, except for the fact that when you actually look at the impeachment articles, it literally says that Donald Trump incited an insurrection. So when he says, nobody said he incited a riot, nobody said he incited an insurrection, Kinzinger voted for Yeah. He put his name on an article of impeachment accusing Donald Trump of inciting yeah. insurrection. He's like, oh, nobody ever argued that. See, that's the whole thing, is that they, they actually want to go... The only circular argument when they start talking about that is their own. They want to make sure that you can't actually get out of the argument because all of it is just a bunch of nonsense. And that's really... What, that's the thing that we should be most concerned with, is that we're not dealing with people who are who are good people. We are dealing with Republicans and Democrats that are birds of the same, or wings of the same bird. Yeah. Yeah, Medic1541 on Rumble says you should research the Reichstag fire. Yep, that's what we talked about. Right after, if you go back and listen to old episodes, right after January 6th, we did a whole episode on the just the comparisons between the Reichstag, which were the Nazis trying to blame the burning down of their parliament on the communists. Yeah. And the other non undesirables and using that to take power. It's eerily similar. I mean, it's the same rubric. They've been using <laughs> the, the same, same exact they've rubric. been using the same deal. They've just been setting it up and make sure they have enough people in positions of power and authority. Guys, listen, there's no difference in what's happening in the United States right now than what happened in Nazi Germany. None. There is zero difference. There is zero difference. Mr. Producer, did you get sent a picture of uh, Jake at the uh, supermarket yesterday? Max, I'm going to segue for a minute. Mr. Producer, did you get that? I did. Let me pull it up. Guys, listen to me. This was at a supermarket yesterday. Um, I'm not going to say which supermarket because I don't want to give him any play. This is coming to a supermarket near you. It's actually going across. It's, it's like rolling blackouts, only a supermarket. Go ahead and put it up, Mr. Producer. One sec. I'm a little slow. All right. Max, I don't know if you got a chance to see this. I don't, I don't even yeah, know if I you've did. been to the... Yeah. No, I've been to the supermarket. The crazy thing here is the meat section is empty, but you can get the fake meat. You can get the, the plant-based meat alternatives. No one's touched the Impossible Burger nonsense. No one's touched the Beyond Meat. It's, it's hilarious. Got it. Right, here go in Texas, put, go ahead and put it up. can't buy a brisket, but you can buy fake meat. So this is um, Jake looking for food on the, on the aisles at the supermarket. And a major supermarket chain went in to buy food you notice anything there max yeah he's in the organic section jake what are you doing in the organic section it's a waste of money yeah well i think it, i don't i don't know if it, jake jake kind of likes the <laughs> organic stuff uh, we, we won't, we won't hold it against him but and that's but how the, you know this was taken in colorado because the organic section is gone here in texas the organic section would still have stuff in it <laughs> yeah so but the the big thing is is that there's nothing on the shelves. There's not like one one meat container, one, not one. There's nothing on the shelves. This is a massive problem because first they came for our chips and our cars and said the supply chain issues will, are because we have stuff that are sitting at the ports and they can't find enough people to unload them and that they need to be open 24-7. Remember that, Max? 24-7, they need to be open. They never did get open 24-7. Now and they supply. already were open 24-7. They already were. 
Like, that was a big lie. Go ahead and take this down, Mr. Producer. It's a big lie. That's Guys, the big lie. You, you remember a couple of years ago that they were going after people for harvesting their own water, for doing water catchments in Oregon and Washington. They were actually charging and putting people in prison two and three years for illegally capturing water and using that water in water storage to make sure they had water in case of an emergency. Now we're in a place where they want us to trust them. They want us to trust the government. They want us to trust this Biden regime that has taken over our country. And look at what they're trying to do to us. They've disrupted every part of our supply chain, every part of it. They have forced yeah. us to take these low-dollar, low-quality um, uh, products. They've increased tariffs, increased the, the, the price of those products coming in, and then they've done everything to stop us from having our own supplies and being independent in our country. It started with oil. One of the first things that, that basement Biden and the piece of regime that they did, one of the first things that they did was said, hey, look, we're going to eliminate the pipeline and eliminated 10,000, 20,000 jobs. Yeah. First yeah. thing. A couple more things. A couple more things I, I want to make sure we get through and then we can talk about the supply chain. Um, Ted Cruz. You saw this bit with Ted Cruz. Oh, my gosh. The. Uh, the super uh, important uh, we play secretary this. Who, who, uh, the one that's number two and number three in charge at the FBI. Yeah. Ted Cruz asked her point blank, is Ray Epps a Fed? And she's like, I can't answer that question. I can't answer that question, which I, I get it, right? When, when If you have an informant, you don't want to burn your informants. That makes complete sense. But you can say no. But the, yeah, you can say no. You can lie, just like the January yeah. 6th committee is doing now. Um, she won't say, because to say no would be lying under oath which then gets complicated. You can go and they, they can take it out of the public sphere and they can go into a back room in a sealed room and she can say, hey, I said no, but I actually mean yes. But she they, she wouldn't, wouldn't answer. Miss Bruce, let's play this cut zero. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Wow. Did any FBI agents any F or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, Ms. who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, there are a lot of people who are understandably very concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, Fed, 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 Fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a Fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day, the next day <laughs> on January I can't 6th, answer that question. Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. 
Did Mr. Epps oh urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Oh Shortly God. thereafter, the FBI put out a public post listing, seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6th. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, leading to, for information leading to the arrest. This was posted and then sometime later, magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a Fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Ms. Sanborn, a lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Not to my knowledge, sir. Ah! Not to my knowledge. Well, she changed it. She changed it. And this is where people get in trouble. When, when, you, when you start shifting your answers, saying, I can't answer that because that's sources and methods. That's a legitimate answer. If you have undercover cops, you don't want to burn your undercover cops. I get that. But Joe, she could have, when he, she, when he asked him, did any FBI agents commit any acts of violence? She could have said, no. Senator Cruz, it is a policy of the FBI not to commit acts of violence. She could have done something like that, right? She's like, I can't answer that. I can't not answer that. Not to my at knowledge. Very, at, and at the very end, at the very end, after he laid it all out for her, after he, and masterfully doing what we just did, but only in a couple minutes, lays out all the pictures, all the timestamps. She finally changes her answer and she says, not to my knowledge. And yet, just minutes earlier, she admitted that she knew who Ray Epps was. So how is it someone could be on the FBI's most wanted list, suddenly get taken off, and the number two or number three at the FBI, I forget what actual role in the hierarchy, she's up there though. Why would she know the name if he's not a person of interest? If he was removed yep. last July, why would she yeah. know the name? Yeah. Because whenever you get people in front of Congress, they're like, oh, I don't know that. That's beneath That's beneath me. Other people handle that. That's the answer they always give. Well, I, I don't know that name. Like Merrick Garland does it all the freaking time. He's like, oh, I, I, I can't speak to that. You'll have to, I'll have to get back to you. She admitted she knew the name. I'm familiar with said, the name. To my knowledge. So, so this not is where you knowledge. get into. So, this is where you get into the the um, uh, antithetical responses that you get from her versus what the facts show, right? So, it's completely contradictory to what we're seeing. It's completely contradictory to what we saw up in. In the Whitmer case, where you had 12 out of 16, I guess, or 12 out of 17, I was wrong before, not 12 out of 14, that were FBI agents or informants that <laughs> were non-unindictable. Yeah, so you have 12 people that are working together to, in, to, to set up for other individuals to go do something. Yeah. They are literally creating this frenzy. Well, there's 14, there's 16 of us, there's 17 of us. Th there's th more feds than civilians. <laughs> and they are driving weak-minded people 
to do things to create a narrative so they can put it on the media. This is what is called state-sponsored terrorism. This is what's called state-sponsored, it, but it's state-sponsored. It is sponsored by yeah. the government. Just like the Fast and Furious of, of sending guns to Mexico and having them come back, we have a real problem in our country, and that problem, guys, listen, this is, this is being truthful, and as I tell you guys to be ambassadors for truth, send things out there, talk about the truthfulness of what we're saying. This, we didn't make any of this stuff up. We didn't, we didn't put a talking puppet head behind Ted Cruz. We didn't make them not charge Ray Epps. We didn't make them go through the process of getting out there and having a puppet on the Republican side say, and we thank Ray Epps, and he's a good man, and oh, he's just a part of the, of just the protest. Attendee. Just an attendee. That's not what happened. See, right now, they're in big trouble. So some people have said, some people have said this. They said, you know what? We have made no progress. And I'm here to tell you we have made a lot of progress. See, just because I don't have an opinion on people that are in the controlled opposition that are on our side that I know are working in our better interest, you can tell it by the fruits of their labor. You can tell it by how they act. When they, when they lack maturity, that's more than likely they're working with the government. That, I mean, it's really simple. I got attacked. I got attacked because, and I'm, Max, I'm going to say this, I got attacked because I, I, I did not come out against Lynn Wood. I've, needs, I've never seen Lynn Wood act irrationally he's asked questions but the second he asked questions southern gentleman he asked questions and then the attacks that come from people i think are vicious they they don't align they don't align with the fact that he's just asking questions now do i believe everything that lynn believes the answer is no i don't but i do believe that we have to say we have to keep a certain sense of maturity we have to keep a certain sense of of behavior that that mimics who we should be as people, as Americans. Now, let me just tell you something. When it clacks off, if we ever go to war, I'm ready. I'm not ready to lose my life, but I will. But that's when we're at war. We're not at war right now, but we are. The war that we're in is with the very government that is stealing from us, that is enslaving us. We are, we are being betrayed in a way that I can't even adequately describe on this show. They are saying one thing and doing something completely different. And they are working together. They are, it's a concerted effort to steal from you. And they keep lining up these bills while your shelves are bare, while you can't get supplies, while inflation is at uh, all time, not one decade 9. or two decades. It's not 9.9%. That's the it, official number. And Yeah, it's 9.9 if you count markets that literally are always going to be unaffected. If you look at affected markets, you look at the affected markets, most important markets, the inflation rate is nearly 40%. Nearly 40%. I think it was 37.6. I was looking at the, the uh, index. So we're talking about nearly 40% inflation in things that matter to you. High consumables, gasoline, food. That's a huge problem. That's a huge problem because – yeah. I got to tell you, when we put ourselves in a position where it's at 40% and you're raising people at, at the lowest level to $15 an hour, $18 an hour, it can't catch up to itself. It is a yeah. thirst that you cannot satisfy. And anyone that knows about the basic principles of economics, look, kids in ninth grade used to learn about economics and the principles of economics. And they would talk about inflationary concerns as it relates to other markets, houses, cars, 
making it nearly impossible for the poorest among us to actually survive. It will literally kill off people at a rate that we can't keep up with. All in all, while people are out there looking for political donations and saying, I will work for you, while they're not even talking about the things that are most important to the people that they say they represent. We don't give a shit about pharma or, or big tech. What we care about is having a voice in life, liberty, pursuit of happiness and not having this manipulation on the people in the United States and not having open borders where people are coming up and killing and raping, not having child sex crimes and, and trafficking across our nation, not having them cut off supplies for, so that makes us independent in oil and, and natural resources, only to give that to China and other people while taking entitlements in your family. We, we, we don't want people in our government to be able to go buy stocks before we can because they have insider trading and go from being worth a million dollars to $500 million over 20 years. We don't want that. You want to know why? Because it actually does not help our communities. Every single one of us, every, without exception, every single one of us want people to have a fair chance at life. But yet they use dog whistles like misogynist. They, they, they make critical race theory and gender fluidity and things like that more important than the things that we should be concentrating on. And now we have all the goods on Ray Epps, and the guy's still not been arrested, and good people are languishing yeah. in, the, in the prisons being abused. And by the way, there's a story that just came out that one of those January 6th prisoners was brutally raped by prison guards. Story just came out. Just came Disgusting. out. Brutally raped by guards. In the United States of America, guards, by the way, that are not even American. And mysteriously, the cameras went down mysteriously. So oh, they, get they, got to, the, they got the Epstein treatment. They get to sodomize people. They get to hurt people. And we're not going to do anything about it. I can tell you right now, we are going to do something about it. And we start by saying accountability. But if they don't give us accountability, 2022 is the year of accountability, people. It's the year of accountability. And screw yeah. the FBI, because if you're not smart enough or if you're not bold enough or courageous enough to stand up to the corruption inside of your agency, then the agency has, is trash. It's all trash. Yeah. You're talking a bit about inflation as just a second ago. If we put on my screen, Mr. Producer, uh, I posted this on Telegram the other day. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics announced that starting in January 2022, weights for the consumer price index, which is one of the ways that you calculate inflationary pressures, will be calculated based on consumer expenditure data from 2019 to 2020. The BLS considered interventions, but decided to maintain normal procedures. So they're calculating inflationary pressures based on consumer expenditure data from 2019 and 2020. There's different measurements that they use to try and calculate a view of inflation. There's consumer price yeah. index, how much you're paying for goods. There's the producer price index. That's how much the manufacturers are paying. Right. There's the wholesale price index that tries to measure increases in cost of like gasoline and diesel, how much it costs to take goods from the producers to the actual stores. There's the employment cost index. So as Biden is up there whispering, pay the workers more, that is driving up the ultimate cost of goods. And there's the export import price index. So different import duties, how much it costs to take the goods off of the shipping container, off the, the ships into port. That price went up. So for the last year, businesses have been trying to eat as much of this as they can. And lots of businesses are saying we can't we can't eat it anymore. So you're going to see inflation as a whole go up a ton because the businesses aren't just going to eat the cost. They're not just going to eat the import 
costs, the employment cost index, the, the wholesale price raises, they're going to eat it all. But no, they're, they're already cooking the books. They're already cooking the books and saying we're going to use 2019-2020 data to measure CPI weight. Um, also, Joe, I know you saw a little off topic. Um, the Associated Press has announced that they will no longer publish stories saying how many cases of coronavirus there are in the country. They will no longer publish stories because cases are not a good way of measuring how effective a president is at managing the, the, the virus. Yeah. So they're not going to publish those stories anymore. So they're cooking the books all over the place. They're the not only cooking the books, but the people, the, you, you guys are smarter than this. You're smarter than this. So be smarter than this. I mean, <laughs> be, be smarter than what, than what they're, they're making you out to be. Use your voice. They stole your vote. They selected, not elected. Dominion voting systems is a fraudulent system. And by the way, I want to thank the person, whoever it was, that sent me the Dominion manual. I want to, I want to thank you. The manual that was sent to me on Dominion, I want to thank you. just came in the mail. I appreciate that. I don't know who you are. You didn't sign it, but I'm going to thank you. That was helpful. We know where we are, people. We, are no, we know where we are. We are in the middle of the true insurrection, which happened on 3rd November 2020. They are trying to steal your voice, steal your country, and make every sacrifice. Every person that died defending this nation, they are making that in vain. All of it in vain. All of it. And they are laughing, laughing at Americans while they're taking from us. Yeah. We're out of time. Well, we are, we're almost out of time. Before we go, I want to play the Ray Epps ver video again, just so people, if you missed it in the beginning, this is what Ray Epps was doing. And then I want to juxtapose that next to Donald Trump's speech that got him impeached for inciting an insurrection. Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and, and play that cut one one more time. I know. In fact, tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go, I'll say it. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. So that is him. Again, anyone who missed it, that is just a protest attendee. Here is what Trump said that got him impeached for inciting the violence. Let's play cut two. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our election. Go peacefully. Oh, you're inciting violence. We got to go inside. Oh, just an attendee. Just an attendee. It's all a joke. It's all, none of it's real. Well, it's not real, but it's also, it, you just heard the FBI's second or third or fourth most powerful person 
in the organization say, I'm sorry, I can't answer that. I can't answer yeah. that. I can't answer yeah. that. Is he a Fed? Can't answer yeah. that. Uh, if you know not he's not, if you know he's not a Fed, no, he did not say that. He did not. She did not uh, say. She not said to my the, at the very end. At the very end, she I said didn't. Not, not to my knowledge. knowledge. But that had nothing yeah. to do with Ray Epps. When asked about Ray Epps, she could have said no. She definitively could have said no. She yeah. could have said those words no. But she, she didn't lied. say those. She words. lied to the American people, and she would have no, been justified if you if he was an informant. You have every right to protect your informants. But you That's could say craziness. no. You could yeah. say no. If it wasn't, you could say no. Yeah. Right. It's it, guys, listen to me. This is what we're dealing with. We have an evil among us that is just indescribable. It's indescribable. Well, we we are out of time. Had more stuff. Can't get to it. Briefly, gonna let everyone know that Liz Cheney is now threatening to put Kevin McCarthy in prison if he doesn't testify before the committee. She's floating that at a, like a real subpoena, which would lead to a criminal charges because she wants everyone prosecuted if they don't show up because McCarthy won't show up. Never seen a situation where a member of Congress is actually floating the idea of sending the their own leader of their party to prison. Um, she can't get out of Washington, D.C. fast enough. If you live in Wyoming, please, please, please make sure that you register to vote and make sure that you primary the hell out of her. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast and you want to see more podcasts like this, you got to follow us. you got to follow us. you got to subscribe wherever you find us. Make sure you hit that follow, hit that subscribe button. We're on Rumble, we're on conservative-daily.com, we're on Clout Hub, we're on Frank Speech, DLive. So make sure you, you check us out there, all places. Make sure you, you subscribe to all of them because sometimes we have to go down on one or up on another. So things happen. Make sure you follow all of them. And the best way to make sure that you are getting notifications about where we are and what we're talking about is our text alert system. It's super easy. You're probably on your phone right now. So right when we get done, right when you get done watching this, open up your messages app and text the word freedom, just freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. Simple. That's going to get you added to our text alert system. We promise not to spam you. We're not going to sell your number to anyone. That is only used to let you know what's going on, what we're talking about, and how, when, and where you can watch and, and send out fax bus stuff to it as well. So if you're a Facebook refugee and you haven't been getting notifications or you just want a little bit of help, this is the way to get notified every day because sometimes the time changes, sometimes topics change. This is the way to stay in the loop. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the audio edition of the podcast. Very important. I can't stress enough. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. If you can, Apple Podcasts, we, we need you there because that's the main place that podcasts are ranked and we don't care about the numbers but the numbers help us reach more people when we go up in the rankings more people reach us and we're able to get the message out to more listeners so if you can go to apple podcast the link in the description subscribe and give us a five-star review so we can climb up in those rankings you can follow joe on telegram me on telegram um i think i hit all of it right that's it that's yeah. gonna be it for this edition of the podcast my name is max mcguire my name is joe altman Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together.